Hey friends, this is Mike Spillman. Thank you for joining me today. Starting off just a little bit different, uh, I'm going to be sharing with you a replay of an interview that I did with Gene Peterson back in August of 2021. Wanted to share that again with you. Powerful interview. Listen closely to her passion and the things that she shares with you in this interview. I also wanted to share this with you because Gene and I are working together, uh, putting together something that we're going to be sharing with you uh, in this year 2024 and I'm very excited about that but I wanted to share that with you we're going to go ahead and get right straight to that interview are you ready to get revved up are you ready for some more common sense positive information with Mike Spillman's Future U University strap yourself in and let's get started here's your host Mike Spillman all right, Hudson, thank you for another great introduction. Hey, this is your host, Mike Spillman. Thank you for joining me today for today's episode of Future U University. Uh, you can always go to the website, Future U University. That's futureuyouuniversity.com. That's just going to take you directly to my Facebook page. Best place to keep up with everything, with my blog post, with the podcast, all of those different things, and a few other things I post from time to time. So again, thank you for joining me. Now listen, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're here, but I want you to understand this. I firmly believe that you are here for a reason. You are not here by accident. Now I am recording this um, in uh, August of 2022. You may be listening to this 30 years down the line. You may be listening to this in current time or way down the line into the future. I don't know. And it doesn't matter. But you're listening to this for a reason. I believe it. I don't have to know why. You don't even have to necessarily know why. But if you'll think about it that way, there's something that you need to hear today in today's podcast. And I believe that. Go with me in prayer just for a moment. God, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be your mouthpiece today. Either I or my guest today on today's podcast that, that there is something that's going to be said that the person listening needs to hear. Help them to have their ears and their minds alert to hear and pick up on whatever that is. And not just to hear it, but to grab it and apply it into their lives so that it can maybe impact and improve their lives. Just thank you for that opportunity, God, and all these things I pray in the power in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So today we are continuing our series, People of Passion. This is my third guest today. And today I'm going to bring my interview with Gene Peterson. I will be talking about that in the interview as far as our connections and how we came to know each other. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get straight to that interview with Gene Peterson. Okay, so like I said, I've got um, with me today for my special guest in the People of Passion podcast, Gene Peterson. Welcome, Gene. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Mike. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So I've, I visited with Gene a little bit, and, and this is really another situation that I've referred to in the other podcast that I referred to in the uh, introductory podcast for this series. Gene is a person I've never actually met before. Gene uh, is another one that uh, a part of a group of people that I met online in a forum, I guess you'd say, or a platform, particular program that I came into contact with. And through that, I have followed her on her Facebook, kind of watched and stayed in contact with her, making comments back and forth on different things that, that we post and all. But like the others, she is one that I have watched, that I have enjoyed and have been uh, impressed by just what I see is just looks like an absolute passion for life. I mean, my goodness, if you've not done so, look at the graphic that I've got posted for today's podcast. That's her Facebook profile. Jean, do you know what picture I'm talking about? I do. That is when I summited Pikachu Peak. So it was my first 
quote unquote mountain climbing experience. Now, where's that at? That is actually in Arizona. They said at the trailhead that it was level difficult. And I was like, well, how difficult could difficult be? Whatever. And <laughs> so we took off. And um, yeah, you have to pull yourself up via some cables and uh-huh. it is kind of difficult. So if you're going to go there, probably be a little bit more prepared. I was just like, how difficult is difficult? Let's just go do this. Now, we let, did me, it. let me just say this to the people that are listening. I'm, I'm thinking you've already gotten an idea about Jean already with her just saying, hey, you know, how difficult can it be? I, I, that's kind of what I've gathered. That's kind of, that's Jean, you know, right there. And if you, all you got to do is look at that picture to me and you see this passion for life that we're talking about now. I'm going to go into this too, and then I'm going to kind of turn some things over to you because in our pre-podcast discussion, I learned some new things about Jean. That's pretty awesome that she'll be sharing with you, but you're on your Facebook profile. And by the way, I will have a link below the description for this podcast that you can get in contact with Jean's digital card. And so there's all the information there of how to connect with Jean. So make sure you look at that link down below the information in the podcast click on that and you'll be able to connect with her if you'd like to but on her facebook introduction kind of tells a little bit about her here's what she has listed dream builder multi-passionate entrepreneur motivational speaker and author and that was one of the things i didn't know know that she was an author and i think that's pretty cool and then she has listed avid adventurer well we just talked a little bit about that um, adventure aspect of everything but you know, when I talked to Jean a while ago before we started recording and I said, tell me about your passion. She said, well, I'm not really sure what it is, but in our discussion, what I've figured out is it's like what I said, your passion is just living life. So if you would just talk a little bit about some of the things like what you told me about what you decided about your life in college, um, but also maybe start off with this is, you know, I asked you, where do you live? It was not your it was not your normal answer. What Gina and I were talking about too is the word normal used for people like her and myself probably is not even necessarily the right word, normal, because we probably don't do things what most people would consider normal. So I'm gonna let you kind of talk about that a little bit and then just kind of go into again what you decided way back into college about how you wanted to live your life. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I agree with you on the normal, by the way, when people go, is that normal? I'm like, well, it depends on your definition. That's right. That's okay. right. Um, so you asked me where I live and I think I had a long pause there for mm-hmm. a minute. Cause I was like, uh, I never know how to answer that question. Uh, my husband and I are full-time in our RV. We're on two years now and absolutely loving it. So basically I live wherever I land. Uh, and we absolutely love that. It gives us a freedom. So I am a modern day nomad. Yay. <laughs> and you've, you have not killed each other yet, obviously, or at least he hasn't killed you yet. So no, not yet. Not yet. Okay. We all, we're all, you know, our RV is a fifth wheel uh, travel trailer. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's there's space. And plus we both uh, understand that we both have some different likes. And so he'll go out and do his thing and I'll go out and do my thing, such as climbing Pikachu Peak. Uh, although he did come along. And uh, the funny thing about that was after I said, how difficult can difficult be? Cause he didn't want me to be out in the middle of the desert by myself. He was like, come to Arizona, they said. It'll be fun, they said, yeah. So talk about normal or not normal. In the middle of the COVID thing, somebody knocked on our door and said, hey, we want to buy your property. And we're like, hey, that sounds like an idea. We've been wanting to do the RV thing for a while. So uh, yeah, we sold our property and moved into an RV and 
haven't looked back. Awesome. So <laughs> now, now if you would just kind of go into, because I, I just think this is pretty impressive, back to when you were in college, what you were telling me about, even then, what you decided about how you wanted to live your life. Oh my gosh. In college, I was on a track that um, kind of had been laid out for me, not intentionally. You know, your family always has these wishes and dreams for mm, you. Yes. And sometimes you feel very obligated to fulfill those wishes and dreams. And they have all the best intentions. So I was pre-vet med in, uh, in college. So was going to go into veterinary medicine. And my grandfather had always wanted to go into veterinary medicine. Now, nobody ever sat me down and said, hey, this is what you're going to do. But I always had a passion for animals. I hung out a lot with my grandfather. And I just kind of got that feeling like this is what I should do to make everybody happy. Long story short, uh, I was sitting in an organic chemistry class. And I will never forget this day because as I'm looking at these problems that I have to figure out, I felt every day in that organic chemistry class, like somebody was sitting a bowl of sawdust in front of me and saying, <laughs> you eat that. You just uh. eat that, swallow that, you know, add a little water, whatever you need to do, just choke it down. And I just came to the realization, this is not me. I like, I'm not having any fun here and I don't want this to be my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I still love animals, have had animals, will always have animals and that'll be a part of my life. But I really had to have a difficult conversation with my grandfather because he was helping me fund my college education. Mm, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, uh oh, you know, how's this going to go over? And uh, I, I just said to him, I said, Grandpa, you know, this whole veterinary medicine thing. And he's like, yeah, I said, I, I just it's I don't think it's me. And he's like, you know what? I think that was my dream. I don't know if I ever asked you your dream. What's your dream? And I couldn't answer him mm -hmm. because I had just bought, put myself in the box that I thought I was supposed to be in. And so, you know, I didn't drop out of college or anything. I still continued because I didn't want to get, get, give up all those credits. But what I did do was I just sat down and I said, what is it that you really want to do, Gene? Do, do you even know? And what I decided, and this seems kind of nebulous and a little bit out there, but I decided I wanted to live a life doing what I love to do and do it when I wanted to do it. So if I wanted to work, I wanted to be able to work at something that I love doing. And if I wanted to play, I wanted to be able to play, set my own schedule, do my own thing. And that's pretty much what I've done since college. Wow. And I'm thinking that probably resonates with and for a lot of people. My guess is there's a lot of people, um, you know, we were talking about our ages and I'm not going to re reveal your age, but you know, I'm, I'm 62, you're not there yet. But you know, a lot of people probably our age maybe even look back with regret wishing they had followed their passion or dream because like what you said is so many people their choices that they make are based upon what other people want for them and to keep peace or whatever you know like what you said your grandfather you know I, I think that was my dream I've never really asked you what your dream is and I think there's a lot of people that probably live a life of regret um, living that way I think there's a lot of younger generation I don't even know anymore what to keep up with what they're called that are probably approaching life more that way from what I can see. Sometimes not necessarily thinking it through very well, but, but still, you know, wanting that idea of living life the way that I want to live, work when I want to work, do experience life. Um, but I guess for me, and I think for you, you could say the same thing is I don't care how old a person is that's listening to this. 
don't give up on your dreams. I mean, don't, it's never too late to live a life of passion. And I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you, would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree. Tomorrow's another day. Today, you can start today. There is nothing. One of the things that I am extremely passionate about, and I, I put on my Facebook profile, Dream Builder. And that is because I am so passionate about encouraging people to live a life they love, not just live it. Because if you say live a life you love, a lot of people are like, great, but how do I do that? Well, you design it. You're intentional about it. You start making choices that are going to line up with however you would like your life to look. And like I said, that's, that's, you know, it takes, it takes some planning. Like you said, you can't just jump out. And that's why I say, I think lots of times, and I'm not trying to beat down to the younger generation, but you know, they want that freedom but a lot of them don't know how to go about that. And I'm guessing from your experience is probably a lot of people that maybe come in and talk with you about these things. Most people do not know how to approach that and actually understand you actually have to have a plan in place in order to reach that. Is that, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. And it doesn't have to be, you know, that you know every step of the way because because life throws us curveballs. I think we've all experienced that where you're like, whoa, that isn't exactly what I thought was going to happen, but all right, where do we go from here? What I see most times is that we're not taught to intentionally design our lives. We're taught, here's the box, climb in, we're going to shut the lid and you're just going to float on down the conveyor belt. And we don't have to do that. Now, might you have to be on the conveyor belt for a while because where you are in life, you have, you know, to pay your mortgage, you have to pay this this bill and that bill, and and you've kind of been set up for a life on the conveyor belt. That doesn't mean that you can't start planning for your exit. I think I've heard it put this way several different times, something along, along the lines of many times you have to do what you have to do so you can then do what you want to do. I love that. So much. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. I, I think there's a lot of people that miss that. Sometimes, yeah, you have to spend the time, you know, doing what you have to do, but you've got a goal and you've got a dream uh, in, in mind of what you're wanting to achieve, but you do many times. So you've, you've kind of really have already addressed uh, making a difficult choice. And again, that difficult choice was talking to grandpa that was funding your, your college bill there to yeah. talk to him about, you know what, I, I think I'm really wanting to take a different path with that, but you made that choice early on. And that's, that's powerful uh, with that. Now, you know, I, I don't know how you're going to answer this. Really have no idea. Let me just ask you this. Once you made that decision, has following this passion always been easy? Oh, no, no, because <laughs> <laughs> that's no, definitely not. You, you know, when you said normal, <laughs> normal, yeah, right. uh, when you decide to follow your passion, whatever that might be, I can almost guarantee you that there will be pushback in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And it may be that that you know, the people that are in your sphere of influence, they're going to say, well, wait a minute, we've always done things this way, or, oh, we don't do that here. However, they're choosing to respond to you. uh, They're going to be those naysayers. And what I do know is that you may end up going against the quote unquote norm. And you need to develop a comfort level with that. And it's very important for you to get into community with people who will support right. you in what is going to be your new normal. 
Otherwise, you're going to get beat down by, I call them the dream slayers, the ones that want to put the wet blanket over you and be like, ah, oh, that's just, that's out there. Don't, don't even go there. No, because you're going to need that community that's going to pull that wet blanket off you and go, hey, you okay under there? Yeah. Didn't you tell me you wanted to do X, Y, Z? Well, how's that going for you? Those yes. dream slayers are everywhere, aren't they? They are. They are. And, and many times they're friends and family. Yeah. And, they, they, and understand this. They're doing it with the best of intentions. They only know what they know, where they are. And so I feel like so many of us in society at large live in our little boxes. We've been become accustomed to our box. We've got our, we've decorated our box just the way that we'd like our box to be. And we have the people that come into and out of our box. We're all comfortable with that. Well, when you decide to change boxes or you're like, hey, what box? What box? Why do I have to be in a box? That's always my question. Why do I have to be in this box? Don't put me in the box. I don't like boxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's a box for Gene. I just don't think there's. You're 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 making your own world, and that's that's powerful. Uh, with that, so you know, again, so many people struggle with that, and I'm glad that you said that to kind of help point out that that these dream slayers, so many times that surround us, not all of them, but a lot of them do have our best intentions at heart, those that are close to us. Like you said, they just don't know how to approach it. So that becomes difficult. You know, when making the difficult choice, sometimes it's, you have to even make a choice of depending on who it is. You can't necessarily separate yourself from family, even though sometimes that may be a necessity. Friends, sometimes you have to make hard choices on that because one of the things you said is, it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded people to help keep you focused, to help encourage you and not beat you down. And so sometimes there are hard choices that we have to make, but not everybody is out to just put us down. They just don't know how else to do it. Exactly. It's just part of how we are, if you will, programmed in our culture today that we, you know, we've always done things this way or we, sh we can't do that. We, that'll kind of upset the apple cart or that'll make people uncomfortable. Uh, we don't want to do that because then we lose our sense of community. And honestly, when you surround yourself with like-minded people, they will also hold you accountable. So when I say like-minded people, and this is a, a big misnomer in our society today, most people think that like-minded people are going to be yes men and women for you. Right. So they'll just say, oh, you want to do that? That's great. You should do that. Yay. Go you. Woo woo. Right. Like-minded people, if you get into the right group, they're also going to challenge you mm -hmm. and they won't necessarily agree with everything that you are doing or that you are saying. There is an old phrase, iron sharpens iron. Right. And so sometimes that like-minded group will actually help you to shave off those rough edges of your dream and even get you more focused. They might say, well, you know what? I heard you say that you wanted to do the tiny house life, but I also see you going out and buying stuff. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to put all the stuff in your tiny house? <laughs> You know right. what I mean? So oh, yeah. they'll hold Absolutely. you accountable and yep. maybe tell you some things that you might not necessarily want to hear, but you know that it's coming from a place that has your dream in mind. Well, these people got you back. Yes, they do. And, and they can disagree with you and still love you and still want you 
to to live your dream, live your path. Well, and as you know, sometimes we can get so caught up in our dream that our vision is, you know, almost have blinders even that way. And these people can sometimes see things that we're sometimes not even willing to see because we're so caught up with it and kind of give us a a voice of reason, I guess, sometimes it would be what that would be. Now, let me ask you this. And I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this question. Now you're, you're an author. So uh, how many books have you written? Okay. So let me, let me phrase the author thing. So I have two out on Amazon right now. Uh And then I've also done a bunch of ghostwriting. So I've ghostwritten six books. Okay. Uh, So you won't know that they're mine because I'm, yep. I'm spooky in the background. Yeah, I was supposed to say, hence the phrase ghostwriter. Yeah. Ghostwriter. Yeah. So give, give us, give it, I was going to say, yeah, give us the name of, of like the two that you've got on Amazon in case anybody wants to look it up. Sure. So I have out of the blue, which is a 52 week devotional. That is just my own spiritual journey. And, and it, that is also, Jean, that is Jean Peterson listed as yes, the author. Okay. It is Jean Peterson listed as the author out of the blue. You can get it either in Kindle or a hardcover. And then I have just an ebook out there called The Money Master, which is an allegory about money. And that is becoming a series. I'm working on the second book in that series. So, and they can yeah. find that on Amazon they as well. They can find that on Amazon. That is an ebook format. Okay. I do not have sure. that in a yep. physical form. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Oh, you bet. Now, before I get to the last question about any words of encouragement or allow you to do that, let me ask you this now. What kind mm-hmm. of people would you say, you know, you would say, hey, be sure and check it out if you've got questions about this or that or whatever? Absolutely. Any Anybody that's interested in mindset, motivation, and out-of-the-box wealth creation. Like I said, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, so I have many lines in the water. The reason I do that is I understand that not everything is a fit for everybody. Right. And so I like to let people know that, especially if they're looking to design their life and they are on the conveyor belt, as we mentioned, that maybe they want to start taking a look at some of these options to begin to create some additional income so that they can formulate an exit strategy. And out, there's just out of different the box, things. Out of the box wealth creation. That's good. Out of the box wealth creation. That yeah. is good. Well, listen, um, my Zoom meeting time is about to run out here just a couple of minutes. So if you would, do you have any words of encouragement that you'd like to leave for the listeners today? I do. You know, your life is not a dress rehearsal. You're on stage. And you know, when it happens, the curtain's going to close. It happens for all of us. I want you to go out there and really design and live a life that you love. It's absolutely possible. If you need somebody to be that cheerleader, come alongside you, cheer you on. I would be honored to be a part of that journey. Mike would be honored to be a part of that journey. Uh, He's one of the best cheerleaders that I know. I see him on Facebook all the time and we kind of banter back and forth a little bit, but it's not too late and it's never too early. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like in my 60s, I'm retirement age, I'm this, that, or that, whatever, it's all good. Let's just go do it. Get into community, reach out to Mike. We got your back. Absolutely. This has been a great, great interview, not because of me, but because of you, I've really enjoyed. And folks, I know you can't, you can feel Jean's energy just even coming through as she talks, uh, living her life of passion that we talked about on that. So again, as she talked about, feel free to contact her through that digital card link that you find in the description below. And Jean, again, I want to thank you so much for coming on and spending a few minutes with us today. Uh, Thank you so much, Mike. Best wishes to you. All right. You bet. Take care. Well, like I said, wow, what a great interview with Jean. Listen, contact her. Feel free to get in touch with her. 
I will be continuing this series soon. Got to take a little bit of break due to some scheduling, but be sure to contact me, visit that Facebook page with any questions you have. Whatever you do, I want to encourage you to have a blessed day by being a blessing in someone's day. And whatever you do, be sure to make it an awesome day because, hey, who else is going to do that for you? Here's your answer. Absolutely nobody. See you next time.